Welcome to Shrink for the Shy Guy. This is the show for you if you are sick and tired of being held back by fear, self-doubt, social anxiety, shyness, anything that's stopping you from you being you. I'm going to share the most powerful tools and resources that I've been discovering over the last 15 years on my journey to eradicate social anxiety and instill confidence, first in myself and then in every single person that I meet on my journey. You're going to learn these tools and how to apply them in your life now so that you can become the most free, powerful, bold, authentic version of you. Hey, welcome to today's episode of the show. Today we're going to be looking at something that's affecting your confidence that you might not even realize is affecting your confidence. You might not even think of it as something that makes you anxious or something that affects how you feel about yourself. And yet, it is many times throughout the day. I would probably say dozens of times throughout the day. You're, you're doing something uh, subconsciously in your mind that is determining how you feel, how you approach tasks, whether you do things or don't do them, and then how you feel about yourself afterwards. So this shows up in every area of your life, your work, your social life, your relationships, your self-confidence, your, your eating habits, everything. And so I'm really excited to illuminate this for you because you're going to leave here with a much greater sense of confidence and power because now you know what's going on and you can choose. And that's really what today's episode is, is all about is choice. And I'm excited because with me here today is my dear friend and colleague and the master coach on my team, Jonathan Hernandez. Aziz, we got to talk about something here. You know, we've been doing a few podcasts together and... I love this setup because right now we're like shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I watched this Joe Rogan podcast. He's got like a table and, you know, two mic stands. Whoa. I think we need to go that route, you know, and then there's like a monitor. Two two mics? He's got two mics. What, has he made of money? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else he does. He's just got the podcast. But I think that's our next goal. So let's... Uh, I don't think there's anything awkward about standing shoulder to shoulder, talking into the same mic. Not looking at each other <laughs> and just looking at a wall. That's right. That's I, right. It's, we're using our imagination here, and this is good. But I agree. Two mic, two mic setup. Two mic setup. I actually find it's easier just to close my eyes rather than oh, the wall. Oh, okay. Let me try that. Just, just okay. this, and mm. then we'll just put our cheeks cheek to that's cheek. Right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So have to versus want to. So you you actually originally uh, came to this came to me with this idea. Yeah. So. Uh, and I know it came out of some conversations you were having with clients and, you know, your own life, just like just like me. So let's uh, start there. What is that? Where did you see that showing up, this have to versus want to in your life and with clients? I'd love to share this moment. So <clears throat> it started off, I think it was like in February. I was laying in bed and I was like, oh, I have to go to work and I just don't want to. And uh, there was a moment where I was laying in bed. It's like, man, why am I... Usually I get, I, I'm really excited to start the day, but I think there was probably a lot of things I was doing before the day uh, or the night, the night before. And I was just kind of like, oh, I just really don't want to do this. Ah. And um, so I ended up slowly getting out of bed, doing my morning routine, and, but everything just felt like forced mm. and... And it made me think, you know, wh- how many people who are either listening to the podcast, maybe watching you, you know, YouTube channel, you, your YouTube, 
and it's like, yes, I want to take action. And they have this, this burst of energy of like, okay, I can do this. I can be my most confident self. I can, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And then after the course of the month, it's not going a specific way that they want. Maybe they're listening to this and they, they haven't taken any action. They're like, oh, how do I do this? How do mm-hmm. I, I don't want to do it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and even as I'm talking, like just the tension in your chest and in your mouth, it's like, oh, man, I, I really want to. And, and yet it's, it's actually not even like I really want to. It's like I have to. Mm-hmm. I have to do this mm-hmm. now. And, uh, yeah, so it made me think about those individuals, made me think about my growth. There's just days where you're like, I have to do this, and I want to shift that to, I, I want to do this. I, I, I right. really, really want to feel free to do this. Well, it seems there's so much good stuff in here, right? Because you're talking about something that starts with inspiration mm-hmm. or uh, like a bright, natural attraction. Mm. I want that. I want more confidence or I want that freedom or I want whatever's driving you to go to the gym, you know, mm-hmm. that body or that ability or that strength or whatever. Um, I want that success in my career or whatever we're going after. I want that. And then also at the same time or the next day or whenever, there's another energy inside. There's another part of us that does not want to. Mm-hmm. And then we get in this place where we have this tension inside because there's a part that wants it and then there's a part that doesn't want it. And then there's something inside of us that says, well, you have to do it. We try to uh, force, we try to override the part that doesn't want to and try to push through. Yeah. And we, and we have all kinds of reasoning, right? It's like, well, you got to push through because, hey, we're, we're naturally lazy creatures. So of course you're not going to want to work out in the morning. So you got to push through. You got to force yourself to eat healthy. You got to force yourself to go to work. No one wants to go to work. You just do your job. Yeah. Like there's kind of <laughs> yeah. this uh, mentality that, that we hear and, and that, you know, that goes all the way back to school, right? Like who cares if you want to go to school or not? Shut up and go to school. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you want to do your homework or not. Do your homework or else. Mm-hmm. And so that we learn. And that's not only school, but even our family life. Like, who cares if you want to go to your relative's house or not this weekend? That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Who cares if you want to play this sport or not? That's what you're going to do. And the more we get of that growing up, um, the more we – that's how we approach our own – now, at this point in our life, we're making choices. You get to decide what you want to do, but we're still approaching it with that same force. Yeah, yeah. And it's also a sense of – um. I have to do this because it's supposed to better my life. Ah. And I have to get this um, level of confidence because I want that that new life that I've been dreaming of having. And so, you know, when it's om- it feels worse because it's like I'm giving – I'm telling myself, like, I have to do this. Whereas, you know, it's a, the family obligations – or the school thing, it's like that's being forced upon you. Mm. And that's like where you're getting the the um, conditioning. But also I, I just, I get a sense of, you know, someone who's listening to this. I know when I started listening to this years back, I was like, I have to, I have to be more confident. There, there's like no question about it. And it's so, and there's like a piece of it that just doesn't, that small chunk of me that's like so scared to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm going to use power and force to override this to get to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And it's worked in some cases where it's like working out feels great. Um, I actually have like a discipline now in working out. 
Um, but now there's like goals that I want. I want to meet and, and then it's like I'm using that same fuel, toxic fuel to get me to get that 12% body fat or yeah. that, that I have to get this. Yeah. And uh, I love that you said toxic fuel right yeah. there. So I'm uh, I'm writing uh, almost right now on Plug. my own side, no matter what. <laughs> and it's awesome. It's beautiful. I love this book. And in it, I'm writing the chapter. Um, it's called, uh, I don't know if I'm putting optimal, um, something around motivation, but the, the, the part that I love in the title of the chapter is the art of relaxed discipline. Because, you know, in almost on my own side, I'm teaching how to get on our own side and stop using self-hatred, self-judgment, self-criticism. We want to stop the onslaught of self-attack. But we don't just attack ourselves when we fail or when we get embarrassed or something or we get rejected. We can have a habitual way of relating to ourselves that is that force, mm. that pressure on ourselves, that come on, you haven't done enough, what's wrong with you? And and even though maybe it's not as intensely to- toxic as saying like, I hate you to yourself, it still is toxic. And so I'm using this metaphor of dirty fuel. Mm, Like mm. it might get you to say like, I got, you have to do this. You have to do this or you're going to get fat. You have to do this or you're going to get fired. You have to do this or else. Like that might uh, jolt the engine with some cortisol and stress, but it doesn't, um, it has a cost. And so I was looking up uh, for this metaphor. I was like, what actually happens if you run dirty fuel through a car engine? And I don't know anything about cars, so I was just kind of poking around online. And there's something called a fuel filter. And that's what determines if the – because no one's going to run their car on whatever. Hopes and dreams. (laughs) Yes. Or like, you know, rubbing alcohol or something like that. I don't know. You can't find that online. But, you know, they're going to put gas in there, but then their fuel filter is going to be dirty or clogged mm-hmm. so that what gets into the engine is actually dirtier fuel. And what happens, and I thought this was such an interesting uh, metaphor, uh, here are some of the symptoms of you running dirty fuel. One is difficulty starting the engine. Mm. And so I thought, what a great metaphor for like getting out of bed. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> it does feel like that, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, come on, come on, come old girl. On. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you die on me now. Oh, you're flooding it. Right? Yeah. You know, and then there was um, um, what they called hesitation or delayed response. So, like, you kind of jam the gas, and instead of the car going boom and coming to life, it mm-hmm. goes like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what another great metaphor? Like, you know, you're you're at work, and you're, like, trying to get your to work on this project, and instead of doing it, you're just like, uh, and mm-hmm. and you do get on it, but there's these long delays. Or you're trying to get out of bed, and instead of it being you know 30 seconds, it takes you 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then another uh, uh, symptom was stalling, <laughs> which I thought was great. I just you know you're stalling in a car is when the car just kicks off. Right? Yeah. But I was thinking about that in human terms, where you're like you're at your desk and you're like, here I go, I'm gonna work on Project X. And then you just sort of like stare at your desk. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're like, okay. You know, you see me during like event when I back when I was helping with event setup and stuff. I'd be like, all right, here we go. <laughs> yeah. I'd clap my hands. I'd say, here we go, and then I just stay sitting there and not do anything because <laughs> I just I was like I was stalled. The engine was stalled. Um, and then the last one, which I, I I thought was so important for everyone to know, is um, reduced power and acceleration. Yeah. And I was like, that isn't that the truth. Man, I resonate so much with that last one because that that moment, so that day, I was feeling like, oh, I have to, I have to, I have to. 
I took a step back. Uh, I got through the morning routine, and the next step is to go to the gym. And there was a moment where I was just, I really don't want to do this. And I just told myself, okay, we don't, we don't have to go. Um, we can just sit here and, uh, and get ready for work. And it's like when I, when I told myself that, uh, it was like, oh, I think I even said, like, are you hungry? We can go, we'll make breakfast. And I just kind of slowly started to make breakfast. And then before you know it, I was like, no, I can do this. I can go to the gym, and then I and then I went, and um, I don't think it was like the best workout ever, but the win for me was like, whoa, I've never done that before, mm. and mm. Uh, yeah, it's almost like I, it, it's not like I tricked my mind, but I just was present with myself on a on a whole different level. Well, it's it's almost right, like you imagine you're with someone that you love, and they're like, I don't know if I really feel like going to this thing that we had planned. Mm-hmm. And you're like, shut up! You have to go. <laughs> yeah. Like, Whoa, that's intense. That's you know. We need to talk about our relationship. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I when you when you message in the morning like I'm having a hard time getting going. Yeah. Today. I'm like, shut, shut up! Shut up! You have to go. <laughs> Get over here to do this podcast. And uh, you know, but but that's you know, no. Ideally, even if we feel that inside, like, oh come on, I'm frustrated. You have you know, we have some capacity to be loving we're like well what's going on mm-hmm. you know what don't you like about that you know that's what we do with our kids like if they're like i don't want to you know whatever i don't want to see so and so i don't want to see gumpy today gumpy's their name for grandpa mm. instead of being like well you gotta go he's your grandpa come on we're leaving you say like what's going on tell me more does something happen you know and uh, i wrote this the other day i saw that you do this too I'll like write something that I need to read and then yeah. like put it up on the wall or put it on my desk. Yeah. So um, I got that from you. So yeah, it's been like the, a cycle. The, the paper on the yeah. wall thing. Um, so here are some reminders that I wanted to give myself because I think what you're describing with the um, the way you related, what happened that morning that gave you that sense of more ease and ultimately allowed you to go to the gym, whereas before you might have just got stuck or tense or yeah. done it from a place of like tension and, and resistance. And here's the thing. If we do it from a place of tension and resistance, we are, um, well, it's working out. You, you can you're more likely to get injured because mm-hmm. you're already all tense. Mm-hmm. You also might want to get injured on some level because part of you wants to freaking have a reason to stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we have all this stuff going on. Same thing, we you know, we're talking about pushing our edge socially or something. Like, you got to get out there and talk to those people and go to this party and do this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you might force yourself to go to one or two or three more social occasions or dates or something, that shit's unsustainable. And soon what's going to happen is uh, the, the part of you that you're overriding, you're just sham- jamming down in there and saying, shut up, we're going to go, shut up, we're going to go. That part is going to revolt. Mm-hmm. And it's going to, you know, cause a problem in your body and physically if it's working out. Um, it's going to, or it's just going to, um, you will not have control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're going to examine the outcomes too, like on a mm. more critical level. Mm. Like, oh, uh, this is why I shouldn't go out because I didn't get any numbers. I didn't get anybody to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, you're definitely coming from a place of negativity. Mm-hmm. And so what I realized is, you know, what you did that morning is you, you let go. You, so the difference between have to and want to, I believe is, is a grasping inside. There's a sense of, I will not be okay so whatever the thing that you feel like you, I mean, you talked about, these are the things I have to do to get the outcome that I want. Mm-hmm. And then the outcome might be self-improvement in some way, some uh, goal that we think is going to make us happier, more fulfilled, more valuable, more loved, or whatever. And it's like, I need that thing. 
or else I'm not going to be okay. Mm. And this action is going to get me that thing. So I need that you know, body fat percentage. So let me go to the gym because that's going to give me that body fat percentage. Mm-hmm. And I need that fucking body fat percentage or else. Yeah. Um, going out tonight to this thing is going to be is going to be a step closer to getting that relationship, getting that date, getting whatever. Yeah. I need that. Making know? those friends. Making yeah. those friends, whatever it is, right? And so, and there's nothing wrong with wanting that health goal or the friends or the date or relationship or whatever. The issue is in the in the way that we're grasping it. And it's like, I need that. And like right now, you can't see because this is an audio, but I'm like clenching my fist really tight. And it's like, I need this or else. And so when I, when I see that in myself, um, I, I need some reminders to, to let go. And so here's what I wrote down. Um, <clears throat> I don't need anything from anyone. I don't owe anyone anything. I don't, know, I don't need to know that I'll be free from pain in the future. I don't need to run a certain amount or on a certain day or every day. I don't need anyone to sign up for anything. Notice when you're getting attached and let go immediately. This attachment is causing constriction and body pain. Notice when you're creating tension by avoiding something uncomfortable, like a conversation or a work task. And then there's different ways to work with that. Uh, One might be just to do the task to release the tension. Mm -hmm. And one might be to give yourself permission. And here's the things specifically about have to and want to, which is interesting because I wrote this down long before we even had this episode, discussion of this episode. Have to, have to, quote unquote, anything feels terrible. I can't think of have to feeling good in any context. Have to, but don't want to, feels trapped and generates resentment. Have to, but can't, feels panicked and desperate. So want to, on the other hand, feels, so want to and I can choose to, feels free and open and relaxed. But there's also a danger with want to. If it's I want this, but I can't, then we feel despair and hopelessness, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. It's still like, we, you know, but so what we really want to get to that place, I think, is from have to, to I want to, and then from I want to, and I can choose to. Mm-hmm. And then we that's where we get that um, more spacious, more bright, more open, more internal yes. And then from that place, uh, that's where we have sustained power, energy, focus, discipline, everything. And mm-hmm. that's what the, my, the goal of that chapter in Almost is to help you, that the art of relaxed discipline is how do we find our way to that place? Because it's tricky. And, you know, our mind every day is a little bit different. Yeah. You might have it one day and you're like, yeah. And the next day you're like, it don't feel like it. Yeah. Or the next yeah. day. Or, or we were talking about this in the mastermind call the other day, right? You, you, you're relaxed. You let go. You're making great progress. And then you get a little closer. You know, you weigh yourself on that scale, that body. And you're like, I'm a little closer. Or you get that date and, and they're cute and whatever. And you're like, no, I'm insane. <laughs> Attack. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Love me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Charge the ramparts. The uh, uh, Tony Robbins talks about uh, wanting, to, like I want to, and I get to. I get to, mm. um, as in mm. I get to be a part of this life. I get to do these things, uh, and it's so there's like a gratitude side mm. to those to those aspects, which is really tough to be at that level if if you're coming from a place of like have to or using the 
using the different fuel because uh, coming from a place of gratitude and like I bring value so I get to go to these events because I bring a lot of value is uh is I feel like is that optimal fuel but you can't just go that's really good from I love one, that from one to the next I feel like that's like the if you're stair stepping up have to is like the bottom in terms of how it's going to feel mm-hmm. and and how much how much your how much effectiveness you're actually going to have mm-hmm. it's the bottom mm-hmm. you're you're operating from force there then want to is is more effective because you could be having more inspiration. You could be operating from courage. Yeah, choice. Choice. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, here I go. But then get to is a mixture of uh, you want to, you're drawn to it, and what this is a gift. Mm-hmm. You know, because as soon as you said that, if I think I get to work out, that's I, I, it instantly changes things in my mind. I think about, wow, there's people – whose, you know, lives are so, they're in, like, some. I think about someone in a country that's full of conflict or limited resources. Like, they don't fucking gyms to yeah. go, you know, I guess yeah. they could run or whatever, but maybe they don't even have enough nourishment to be able to do that. Yeah. So it's like, that's like sort of this luxury of the, of the wealthy where it's like, I get to go use my body on purpose in mm-hmm. this one kind of way. So I'll get to, and then I also think about how for so many years in my life I was in pain. Mm. And I would have given anything to be able to go to a gym regularly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, and you I, do that. I get to, yeah, you know. And so, what a, what a great reminder. But I think that's a, also worth noting is we need those reminders regularly, or else I think we naturally slip mm-hmm. down the spectrum from get to to want to to <laughs> fucking have to. Have to. Have to. <laughs> yeah, I'm down there again. So it's a constant stair step. Yeah. Process and... Yeah. So how? What do you think? Uh, is helpful or could be helpful for people to in fact that should be a great question as you're as you're listening right now what could help you move up this staircase and maybe think about something in your life right now that you're relating to as a have to and then I would so just think about that it could be in any area of your life we've mentioned a, a, a variety of examples so far and just notice what, if there is, maybe it's already shifting for you, but maybe there's still some like have to, and just notice where do you feel like grasping and tension, angst, fear. Uh, uh, sometimes we can feel um, impatient or like upset that it hasn't happened yet. Like we're kind of entitled and angry. Like it should have happened. Someone's, <laughs> God's holding out on us. I'm owed this. Yeah. Stingy. Yeah. Stingy creator, right? Um, but whatever it is, notice that. And then notice what would help shift from a have to to a want to. Like, can you see the the the, the natural attraction or draw or desire? Can you let go of needing that outcome so bad in order to feel okay? You know, one thing that helps me shift from have to to want to is remembering that I don't that I don't need that thing in order to feel how I want to feel. I don't need a certain body appearance to feel strong, healthy, beautiful, sexy. I don't need a certain amount of money to feel safe, secure, free. Cuz those are the things we want money for. Is we want money to feel safe, secure, free to do things. And we, we can feel those things before. So anytime there's like a, I got to get X in order to feel Y, 
then we're going to probably start to veer more into the have to because I got to get it to feel that. But remember, you don't need that. So then you can start to relax a little bit and get more into the, the well, what do I actually really want to do? Because mm-hmm. when you say, look, I don't have to. And I did this with running recently because I was, um, you know, training for a first ultra marathon ever. It's the bottom of the ultra marathon. <laughs> it's, it's the low. It's the shortest ultra. Hey, marathon. hey, don't downplay it. I can't do that. Ultra. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's ultra. It's uh, 31 miles in the woods, and it's in like, well, this will air after we record, but. Shh, don't tell anyone that. <laughs> uh, I've already done the ultra. Uh, all the ultra race oh that I God. did was Hey, great. how was that? Oh, man, it was. Yeah, first place. That's got to be something. <laughs> just, uh, I just I just cut cut through the woods <laughs> yeah. and ended up in first. Like, wait, what's that guy? Candace just grabbed the car and was like, get in. <laughs> He's not even sweaty. <laughs> great conditioning. Great shape, man. But, um, you know, it was, uh, I was really inspired. It came from a place of want to, it came from a place to get to, yeah. really. It was mm-hmm. just like, oh, this is fucking amazing. And then, you know, get into it. And of course, there's, um, there. that's where the art of relaxed discipline is so interesting, right? Because it requires discipline to do these things, to mm-hmm. grow in any way, whether it's socially, confidence, uh, your body strength, running, any skill, uh, public speaking, it requires discipline. There, There's an element of going outside of your comfort zone consistently and there's going to be a natural part of our nervous system that's like, yeah, I don't want to. So you do need to find that discipline. And then though the discipline, whatever you're using can start to, if it's dirty fuel, can start to burn you. And that's what I was noticing. So I was noticing some some burnout. But then, I don't know if you've had this, there's there's this interesting phase of burnout where it's starting and you're getting little symptoms. Like I was just getting more... um, fatigue mm-hmm. my body was feeling heavier i wasn't recovering were you getting much. sick feeling like no not not too much sickness more just like i wasn't bouncy on my legs oh, like jump I up see. and down i'd be like Ugh. <laughs> you know like kids are like run play with me daddy oh man i don't know about running around the lawn jesus i no, i gotta save my running energy for a long run in the dark in the morning <laughs> and then nothing else and then it would just be like it really peaked at like i remember i would I had this week where I was just, I think we talked and I was like, I am so fatigued. Yeah. Like I just wanted to, uh, it was even sitting and focusing on my desk was hard. Mm. So, uh, but there's that phase where the symptoms are starting to, to escalate. And then it's like, shut up, override, yeah, override, yeah, yeah. override. Push harder. And the yeah. discipline becomes more and more like sort of insane drill sergeant. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then I reached this breaking point where I was like, this is crazy. I don't even like this race doesn't even sound fun anymore. And then so the question was, uh, okay, how do I get out of have to into want to? And I was like, I don't have to do this race. Mm-hmm. I don't have to run at all. Like this is an arbitrary goal that I picked. Right. And so in that process of letting go, then I just like, well, how much do I actually want to run? Not what do I have to do? And then I, f- I found that I really love running and I want to do a lot of it. And I don't know if I'm doing, I'm actually, I stopped tracking. So I don't know if I'm doing more or less right now. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I feel excited to do the race again. And it's, it's so there's something about when we let go of the have to and get to the want to, then our natural desire and impulse gives us the fuel we need. Yeah. And as you were, you know, walking us through the exercise of like letting go, I don't need anything. Like, a visualization for me. So I love to write and um, I'm working on revising a, a play of mine and there's like, oh, I have to, I'm like being commissioned to write this play. So like I have to do it. But then I 
Um, I so that was the thing that I picked while you were guiding us through, and and then I had this visualization of like what like what is it going to feel like when I'm already there? Like when I feel like oh I've already created it. Mm. Uh, people come and see it. They mm. they give me their thoughts on it. So it's like that relaxed discipline opens up this space so that you can actually visualize what it is that you want. So if you see yourself being like, man, I'm so socially anxious, but then you're I have to go out. If you relax and take take the space to, you know, be within your body and and have that time, like I don't need anything, you can then visualize yourself like in the center of the room, mm. or yeah, mm-hmm. I'm really open and sharing mm-hmm. and being charismatic, mm. and uh, and then it it's like wow, I get to be that I get to be that person uh, who, mm. who who provides. Uh, laughter or joy mm. to those people or you know I get to be that person who's who's running in the woods it, it just opens up these mm-hmm. these visualizations of like man that's going to be really fun mm. and uh, yeah I'm excited that that really just uh, hit me in this moment so you know practice that that visualization after after you've learned to let go of feeling like I don't need this absolutely And that actually brings us to our action step. Time for action. 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 So our action step for today is actually something we we did together in this episode. So bonus. You're already done. You're done. But (laughs) do it again. Do it again and more. You have to do it again or else. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Here's what you have to do. Uh, I would say work with this repeatedly as needed and notice... I'm just find the big ones. Maybe the big one that's causing most of your suffering right now, one or two, don't need to turn everything into a want to and then a get to and then you're walking through life in this state of ecstatic gratitude and joy. That could happen. That's beautiful if that emerges, but you don't want to turn that into another have to. I have to feel grateful and great and feel like everything's a get to. I have to be enlightened. I have to be, God damn it. <laughs> Higher being. That's right. So just, just start with, wow, what's the biggest like dead weight right now that's just pulling me down? What's the biggest have to? And then go through this process. You want to listen to it again. That could be helpful. Um, and find your own way. There's so many ways to let go. But the key is once you know that that's going to be the most valuable thing you could do rather than pushing yourself more, then this will serve you in so many ways. So thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you, Jonathan, for joining us. Thank you. And uh, look forward to sharing more with you. Until we speak again, may have the courage to be who you are and to know on a deep level that you're awesome. That you're awesome. Thanks for listening to Shrink for the Shy Guy with Dr. Aziz. If you know anyone who can benefit from what you've just heard, please let them know and send them a link to shrinkfortheshyguy.com. For free blogs, e-books, and training videos related to overcoming shyness, and increasing confidence, go to socialconfidencecenter.com.